0: My name is Chris Morales. I'm one of the pastors here at New Uwana Baptist Church, and you are tuning into our Family Talk podcast. Family Talk is a compilation of membership memoirs of New Uwana Baptist Church, sharing testimonies to the glory of God, life lessons, stories, and gems for the next generation. <laughs> and today is August 27th, 2023, and I'm sitting here with Gabriel
1: <laughs> and Jerish Brown. Brown.
0: That was very cute. We had a little practice there. (laughs) Wait. It is late in the day. Uh, It's a Sunday afternoon. So you got Pastor Brain over here. And you got Mom Brain over there, Jerish. And Gabe is just Gabe. (laughs) So we're going to have this conversation. And Lord willing, it'll be just fine. That's that's helpful. Yeah. yeah. Good idea. Okay. Well, How's your guys' day been? Our day? I feel like we spent a lot of time together today.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Pretty mm. full. Let's see. Restful. Yeah. Restful. Oh Okay. Yeah. Took a long nap. <laughs> I
2: hey took man. about two to three long naps today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm grateful.
0: I'm glad it's restful on the Lord's Day. That's yeah. how the Lord's Day should be. Uh, full but restful. Um I might even just do this. Okay. I don't know. Is that better for me? It's better for me.
1: Yeah, actually, it's better for me too. Yeah,
0: because it's <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's yeah. okay. We don't we don't edit much on family talks, so uh, let's just carry on. But okay, uh, I am grateful and thankful that we had a chance to have this conversation together. Um, we haven't had episodes for about six or seven months, but we're slowly starting to get in the swing of it and. Uh, something I've really been encouraging about doing this podcast, actually, with the family, the church family has been weighing in and giving a lot of input, and one of the things that they've been sharing is they want to hear from uh, a variety of the members in our church, not just our senior members, but younger members, and you guys are not the youngest mm-hmm. members interviewed on Family Talk yet, maybe Jerish is, um, but this is cool. This is, a, this is a first two, if you're listening, because this is the first time I'm interviewing with a... With two at the same time, a couple, uh, Gabe and Jar are married. I'm sure that they they can share parts and bits and parts of their stories, and this is an audio record only. So they just high fived. Uh, <laughs> if you didn't see, you can't see that. But anyway, so I'm happy to do this. This should be fun. It should be fun from uh, just a couple's perspective, mm. you know, a new uh, newlywed couple's perspective. Because mm. how many years has it been?
1: Um, um, Half. Yeah
2: exactly half
1: yeah it's been a a half a year half a year
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right all right half a year well so this should be fun um and so we'll we'll just walk through the questions and let the spirit lead and um thank you guys for being here and thanks for taking the time and so we'll we'll get into it um since there's two of you and not just one of you i'll ask the question but we'll kick it back and forth Mm -hmm. and then we'll move on together so um ladies first (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that okay yeah that's fine
0: <laughs> <laughs> well Jar, uh how long have you been a christian
1: oh um i think since i think since um uh, maybe i was seventh grade maybe when i first was exposed to christianity i would say because i was raised as a catholic mm. and then um moving to hawaii was the first time i was ever in a christian church or like heard the gospel, like the Christian gospel, um, really like where you know where I didn't have to like pray to Mary and like all that, and so I think. No, no, go.
0: So sorry, right around the time. So seventh grade. Yeah, I think you've been that's a Christian that. since seventh grade. Yes. Oh, so my math's terrible. So that's been what.
1: <laughs> my math is terrible too. <laughs> I think that's twelve <laughs> years. Twelve years. Oh, wait, I'm twenty-four now. So many yeah. 12. Yeah. 11. So 12, half your life. 12 13 years. So you've been yeah, a Christian half, half my, your half life. Half my life yes. That's cool to say it like that. Okay. That's true. So
0: how long have you been a Christian?
2: Uh I would say since 2020 of uh, or yeah, since 2020. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: I could do the math there. <laughs> yeah,
2: very very similar with with Jair. Um I was also raised Catholic. Oh, okay. uh, and I I did have a reverence for God and who mm-hmm. he was, but I think along the way, you know, just kind of didn't really understand what it meant to Mm -hmm. truly be a Christian as I, as I know it now. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I I think
0: I want to pick apart, pick apart at that as we kind of move through this, because that's always striking to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes people will say they're a Christian as long as they've been in a church Mm -hmm. or a Christian, as long as they can, they've, they've, uh, they said a prayer or something like that. So it's interesting. So 12 years, half your life for Jer, Mm -hmm. three years then if Mm 2023 minus 2020 is three years. Okay. got that. Um, that's neat. So, and in, in in those 12 years, I guess or for Jar, how long? So, how long have you been a member of a church?
1: Um, oh. Um, since when did we move to this church? 2015? 16?
0: 2016? 16? Um, yeah. 7 years now? Okay, cool. Okay. So, been a Christian for 12 years, a, a actually a part of a, a member of a church for Seven. Seven, years. seven years, and right. so for you
2: uh all three years, I was see, a member here.
0: that's really cool and interesting um so let's let's hop back though to you Jer, because you know um talk about that a little bit because you've been a Christian then for twelve years,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but only a church member for seven years
1: mm-hmm. so um well i I just didn't know, had no idea what church membership was, and yeah from until I, I moved to New Orleans, Baptist. Mm. Um, I think I knew what it was like to be super plugged into a church. I knew what it was like to um, be, like, really active in the church and, like, do a bunch of things and um, almost feel like I needed to be there, like, every day mm. um, at my previous church. Yeah. <coughs> but I didn't know... Um, anything like church membership. Um, yeah, I just wasn't exposed to that. I didn't, I had no, it was just kind of like a, um, what is it? Just forward. Yeah, forward yeah, mindset. yeah. It was just kind of, I think in the previous church, it was more like a a nonverbal, like, you need to be here mm, type mm, of thing. Mm, and mm, it was, mm. I think for me at that age, it was, it felt more out of um, obligation. Mm. Than, like, yeah, than anything else, I would say.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like to ask these questions broken up like this mm-hmm. um, because, especially, even the next question when you first heard the gospel I mean, being a Christian and then church membership, and then even the clarity of when you first heard the gospel in our generation nowadays, a lot of that is very blurry and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, even the concept, like, even if you're listening to this, like, and you go to a church, let's say you're not really a new one, a Baptist church, but the concept of church membership might be kind of like, yeah. what are they talking about? Yeah, yeah for sure. And so <laughs> it's, it's kind of, I think a lot of people in this generation may resonate with mm-hmm. you and mm-hmm. your experience there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm starting to realize the more I talk to believers who are maybe 40 40 and younger, it's more common to hear that, mm-hmm. like where they've been a Christian for a lot of years, but maybe really plugged in at a church or a member for less than that or mm-hmm. difference than that. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's it's kind of neat with Gabe where all 3 years um, that you are a Christian, you've also been a member of the mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. And that's different, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of just neat to see. And and the hope is is because, you know, brother, when you got saved here and you and you profess faith, there was a better Maybe in comparison to the church setting Jer grew up in, there was a better teaching, a clearer explanation of what was happening when you went into the waters, yeah. and and professed your faith in Christ. And so, um, yeah, just any, anything you want <clears throat> to speak to on that. I mean, it's, I think it's wonderful.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, when I when I think back to, or just be, being a member here from mm. the entire time that I've been a Christian. Um, like like you mentioned there's there's a lot of clarity mm-hmm. there that I've found in in what I believe mm-hmm. you know and it's it's been a huge blessing uh thinking about how from the very first time I I professed f- faith here in this church till now I had a clear vision of what it meant to really walk with Christ well, you know praise god and being a part of this community even more so has has been a huge blessing. On top of that,
0: oh praise God! And that's really encouraging for me to hear. Um, not just because I am a pastor of this church, but also I think I can resonate a little with Jer mm-hmm. in that I've also been in other churches um, and served in other churches where I I failed to help people see that clearly, and so just kind of seeing God's grace in your life like that. Uh, it's really awesome it's really awesome um, well let's 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 kind of move into this next question because I think it'll help um, even add to what we're talking about now so Jerry going back to you mm-hmm. um, w- because though it's it's neat though because you, you you know and you believe that you were saved mm. 12 years ago mm-hmm. right so mm. I guess tell us about that when did you first hear the gospel and where was that at
1: um I think, well, so I think that, um, well, so growing up in the Catholic church, (coughs) you know, generally like I would hear that uh, Jesus came to Mm. die for our sins and, um, in the church, the Catholic church that I grew up in, um, they also taught that he rose again and, um, but it came along with all of these other things. Like I needed to pray to Mary Mm. or like to a certain saint or something like that. And very like works based, Mm. um, and i think so coming here is actually at the youth at um the youth group that <laughs> you pastored a while ago uh-huh. um just there's so many so many things that i i was never exposed to before even things just like worship and like mm. freely singing and praising god because i think throughout all my life there's always been a curiosity about god mm. and who he was yeah. and um i think it just kind of being able to do, like, what we were made to do in, like, worshiping him in that way. Yeah. Um, for the first time for me, yeah, that was just... Um, yeah. that's I think that's when the gospel was made a lot more clear to okay. me. Where, um, yeah, he... he he was a real person mm. who came and who lived the perfect life and who died for us, who, mm. uh, who became one of us to die yes. for us. Yes. And so th- that was a lot more clear. It wasn't just like a, um, yeah, Jesus was this man who just came and died and lived, uh, you know, like, yeah, and then just facts. Yeah. Just facts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think it was at that youth group, the first like few months that I was there that I would okay. hear more and more about the gospel. Oh, that praise God. Um, I didn't really know about before. Praise God.
0: So fair to say growing up in a Catholic setting you were exposed to parts of the gospel elements of you know who God is who Mm -hmm. we are what Jesus did on the cross Mm -hmm. um, these facts Mm -hmm. these facts of who God is and and who we are and then middle school Mm -hmm. at the Bible study those facts kind of began to connect yeah and come together yeah. where you actually heard a message mm-hmm. like that these facts aren't distant from me it's actually this is why yes. he did it yeah
1: yeah i think yeah. i think i remember thinking that um like i d- i remember it kind of being bewildered by the fact that like i don't have to go to a priest to confess my sins yes yes yeah or like i don't have to um just listen to a sermon um from from a priest mm. but that the word i could read the word for myself yes that was that was very different to me Mm because i i feel i I mean i think as a kid too growing up in the catholic church um it was just like i don't know how to explain it um like it was as if like i wasn't being a being a kid Mm -hmm. that i could not understand Mm -hmm. the bible Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then so hearing just the word of god being preached in that way where it was like oh this is like this relates to my life, like my life right now. Yeah, in yeah. seventh grade, it was very different.
0: Yeah. Amen. Thanks be to God. Well, if you're a seventh grader and you're listening, pr- like uh, it just reminds me, like at, at such young ages, where st- we are very much able to grasp mm-hmm. these things if it's clearly taught to us. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a, a handful of keiki in our church around that age right mm-hmm. now, and praying over them, and that as they hear the word of God preached clearly just like how you're you're describing right now, that'll come through for them. Uh, but it is interesting, right? Um, actually, when you look hindsight back to just see that, this, like we heard it this morning in Pastor Bob's message, the sowing of the seed. And so even at cakey time, even in your season at, in, in the Catholic Church, there's good that came out of mm-hmm. that in that it oh, prepped yeah. the ground, right? It put all those pieces there, mm-hmm. and it just needed a preacher or someone to explain it. Mm-hmm. And, and for the spirit to kind of take that home and praise God that he did. Um, and, and so, yeah, so seventh grade, that's when, so you first heard the gospel mm-hmm. in seventh grade, but you heard parts of it growing up. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Gabe? Like, when did you first hear the gospel? Because perhaps you did hear it growing up, but it wasn't until three years ago that you believed. But just, yeah, when, when did you first hear the gospel?
2: Yeah. Um, interesting enough, uh, very similar to Jer, mm. where I heard the facts. Mm. You know, Jesus came, died for our sins, uh, mm. rose again. Right. And we're saved. Yeah. But I think I didn't understand, like how you mentioned, how all of that fits together and how how that affects me and yeah. who I am. Yeah. Until um, I had actually been coming to the worship services here at Nuwano for, for a while. And I had received my Bible from my cousin and one of my best friends, Kaleo, mm. um, and I would read it, and a lot of it at the time for me was very get it done, you know, like read the word just because like that's just who I was yeah. at that point yeah. in my life, and I remember just kind of being perplexed at something I was reading. Mm. I, I couldn't I couldn't put my finger on it. I couldn't really understand it, and um, at the time, I, I was very intellectual. I you know, so to not be able to understand it mm. was really like Frustrated. wrenching to Frustrated me. <laughs> you. Yeah. yeah, and I actually I came into your office mm. and I think I remember this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you um, you took this. me through very slowly through Romans yes. and just some very big ideas yeah. in there. And what happened was um, all of those facts turned into okay, these are all the things that Jesus did for you. So mm. that you can be saved. Mm. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. That's that's radically different from how I was seeing it before. Of just yeah. Jesus did this, Jesus did that. Wow, But nothing guy. in terms of Jesus did this for me. And this is what it means for me today. Yeah. And yeah. how it changed me after that. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That's kind of neat. I mean, as I listened to both you share, even though it was maybe different timings in your life. I love the idea of that light going on for you both when it's like it became personalized. Mm, mm -hmm. Like when the Bible wasn't just this thick textbook Mm -hmm. with a bunch of facts and history and nice fun stories, but like, no, wait, this is actually tailored to me, like my soul. Um, and that is huge. I I mean, I I remember that brother, like as you were describing, I was like, wait, when did this happen? And it was all coming back to me. (laughs) Um, praise God. So that, so that night you'd say then, that was the moment where the gospel was kind of presented to you, yeah, for the first time.
2: Yeah, it was almost thanks like be to God. it just made sense through all of thanks
0: that. Thanks be to God, man. You know, and I and I do want to encourage both of you in that, like, because I have been blessed to. to I, sometimes I forget how far back we go, <laughs> because <laughs> like, but I was so blessed to like participate in that, and then seeing like the death to life happen mm. in both your guys' lives, I mean. 'Cause right now it's like all I know of you guys is just like total light and living in the gospel through the messes of life but still it anchoring mm. you. But to kind of be brought back to that those moments in time when God regenerated you both, it truly is a miracle, right? Mm. I mean, goodness gracious, look at us. What are you <laughs> doing? Sitting around a table talking about the gospel, um mm. and what God's done in our lives. So praise God. So okay. Um Thanks be to God. Um, it, in your journeys now, um, just want to ask some significant scripture that has anchored you thus far in this journey, or maybe that's just, it's meant a lot to you. Um, typically, if for anyone walking with the Lord for a bit of time, that's a typically a hard one. But, um, yeah, uh, Jared, why don't you go ahead and lead us off? A significant scripture verse in your life and why?
1: Um. This is good. Maybe I can ask you to a question about it. Okay. <laughs> if I'm, I think, well, so it's um, one that has always stuck with me since I've like read it and kind of having a different perspective on this verse. Or it was just made to like, um, well, it's Matthew 13, verse 44. Okay. And it's about the treasure, the kingdom of heaven. Mm. And it says that um, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, mm. uh, which a man found. Uh, and when he found it, he buried it again. And he went and he sold all he had yes. and then came back and bought that field. Yes. And I remember reading this before and thinking, um, I, I think even with the my first half of being a Christian, um Reading that verse was very much to me like a, okay, so I found, I found Jesus, and now um, I'm gonna give my life and Mm -hmm. for for um, for him. Mm -hmm. And then another perspective was kind of brought to light, Mm -hmm. and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And um, basically, how the field represents um, the world, Mm -hmm. and the treasure in the Uh, field is us Mm -hmm, and how that man is jesus and how he went and he gave his life amen and he bought the world to have us yeah and i think with that perspective um it was always just such a beautiful verse to me that like it was like all this time even like Mm. after hearing the gospel and after becoming a christian of course there's still that struggle with like still trying to grasp everything right we're still living in this world and i think that that verse whenever it came to mind it was just such mm. a beautiful reminder that like we can't buy the kingdom of heaven yes. right that he's the one who bought us that's right and he gave his life for us that's right and he treasures us that's and right. it's just that that verse has been um something that has anchored me i would say
0: oh thanks be to god absolutely i i yes i've heard and agree with both of those views mm-hmm. I, I i love the the idea in that like no other person like laid it all down mm, to purchase mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. he's the only one that could have done that like mm-hmm. you said and and yeah I, I think even just knowing a little bit of the history from where you came from mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. where we came from <laughs> and how and and here's something for us to all remember and, and relearn together and if you're listening just listen in on this is it's that little of a difference in the gospel mm. That changes everything. Because if you hear this message and then you think, okay, I need to go and do Mm -hmm. in order to receive, in order to get, it's like you just missed it. And it changes everything. Mm -hmm. Like when you see that he did it all, Mm -hmm. he paid it all, Mm -hmm. it, it becomes this just wild, like, wait, what? For me? Like... And it just, it's grace. It changes everything. Um, I, I feel like that's, that's perhaps maybe even a theme that the Spirit keeps bringing up in this conversation with us. Mm. Um, just crystal clear clarity on what is the gospel. <laughs> it's that Christ came and paid it all. And it's that finished work that now fuels us to want to go and seek the kingdom of God, Right. Beautiful, though. Yeah, the parable of the hidden treasure. Love it. Love it. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, how about you gave it a, a specific verse, a significant verse in your life?
2: Yeah, um, it, it's funny. There's, there's a couple of verses that come to mind. Mm. But right now with what we're going through and everything, the verse that comes to mind is Matthew 6.33, mm. which you kind of just mentioned, you know, seek his kingdom first oh, and his righteousness. Oh, um, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow. Mm. Tomorrow has enough troubles of its own. Oh. Right. And um, when, when I think about that, uh, just first off, his kingdom, mm. not my own, you know, yeah. not, not necessarily all the things that I want. But when my mind, when I allow my heart and better yet, when I allow Jesus to turn my heart towards him yeah. and I allow those things yes. to, to come out. And yes. to live for those things. Yes. That's when the, the troubles of this world, they fade away. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, um, and I, I'm sure we'll talk about a, a lot of that later. But um, in this season, there's there could be a lot of things that trouble Jerry and I, mm-hmm. you know, um, and just just recognizing that God above all loves us Amen. And cares for us. And when we set our mind on him and mm-hmm. him alone we get to experience his grace and see his goodness no matter what we're going through amen and that's how we can overcome whatever whatever is ahead of us amen bro
0: oh amen i love how those those two texts right there complement each other so well i don't think i've ever thought to put them together like that mm. but i think you kind of summarize it right there i was thinking of that john passage of we love because he first mm-hmm. he first loved us you know he purchased us and, and because he loves us, now we seek first. Now we love him. Amen, man. And, and you know, not just as your friend who knows you guys, but really as your guys' pastor, I really do want to encourage you guys and commend you both in how you have been relishing how God sought you, mm. being enamored by that, m- genuinely moved and broken by that, and how that has thrust you both into a genuine pursuit of christ i mean
3: mm-hmm.
0: i i under, i know that we're in some valleys right now mm-hmm. uh you guys are walking through some tough things uh, present day um and to to sit here across the table and hear hear scripture just flow out of you both and 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 the the, the water in your eyes because it's true it's not just like some cerebral exercise where you intellectually intellectually wrestled with this and okay that this is how the verse works and this is why it's like your heart says yes i will seek first because you first sought me and it's beautiful and i love you guys um you guys have been a real are still a real joy to me in my life so thank you for sharing those verses man um look at you guys just loving the bible huh uh well let's let's keep moving through this um what about song, um, a hymn, spiritual songs? What's a most impactful hymn or Christian song that's ministered to you and why? Jer? <laughs>
1: uh,
0: Jer's a musician, so this is going to be hard because she plays like everything. <laughs> I every was going to say, all of them.
1: <laughs> 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 um, well, maybe I can share one yeah. that was, I don't know, was like really the huge... Um, i don't know just a huge blessing to me okay um because yeah. we didn't i didn't really like listen to hymns before going <laughs> to this church oh yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah. but uh, i thought we we're gonna sing it today but it's a different um to god be the glory mm. but it's the other one where it's just kind of to god be the glory that's just kind of repeated over and mm. over again uh,
0: to god mm-hmm. be the glory. yeah
1: yeah, okay. yeah that one um yeah i think that one when i first heard it and like the whole congregation was singing. Mm. It was like um, every oh every time I hear that and, and we're all singing together, it's like it just makes me think of like is this it just makes me imagine what heaven would be like Amen. and when we're just all praising God. Yes. And, and like that, like all the voices yes. and all of them, like, you know, it just administers to my heart and Mm. makes me like really think of what heaven would be like yes um and then i don't know just something about it it just makes it feel like this is like god's family Mm. and yeah we're just doing what we were made to do we're like worshiping god and just that that being as simple as it is but being like you know it's so big amen yeah, that's pro- that's one thing that comes to my mind. I Amen. didn't that I have to like really think about. Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: that's <laughs> yeah. so powerful. That's wonderful. I mean, that is, it is. It's why we're made, right? Um, glorify God, right? Amen. No, and I, I'm with you on that. When when the church decides to participate and sing along, mm-hmm. especially with a chorus like that, mm-hmm. which just top down, this is everything. It is so powerful. Mm-hmm amen
1: yeah actually and um recently when you had mentioned like uh, just when you hear the voices around you and just imagine like Mm. crossing over into heaven and hearing those same voices oh man that also has changed like my perspective when we're worshiping next to each other so even like when oh i'm trying not to get emotional
0: (laughs) oh man i forgot the tissue box too (laughs) i always do that
1: wait (laughs) um but yeah so even um if you if if you're listening and you're in our church and you've (laughs) i'm sure no matter what corner of the church you're in you've heard gabe's voice (laughs) singing during worship
0: (laughs) he's either center or right side (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah yeah and um so ever since you said that i would like imagine um i can't even like speak right now
0: (laughs) oh you're good girl get it
1: yeah i would imagine like Hearing his voice in heaven. I was like oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh just, praise God. And so when whenever I hear like other members too. It's oh, praise just God. really cool to Yeah.
0: Oh praise God. Yeah. Well I'm I'm glad I, I forgot I said that. Um, but it is it's one of those things, yeah. And and I i I hear your voice too, brother. It's so <laughs> encouraging. Oh man. Oh, Jerry, you're so sweet. Oh, maybe I should run and grab the dish box. No, no, no. <laughs> that's why we have sleeves um <laughs> that's powerful that's powerful amen amen thank you for sharing that that would be uh that would throw us off though if when we get to heaven god gives us different voices uh <laughs> <laughs> i need
1: him to keep his voice the same
3: <laughs> gabe is that you <laughs> uh,
0: okay how about how about you brother what's a most impactful hymn or a christian song
2: um I mean, I think this this just goes hand in hand with what she just shared. My, my most impactful song would be All Glory Be to Christ. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And um, I think one of the things is I... One of the first times I ever heard the song, I was actually um, at my old house on Bates Street. Mm. Um, and at the time, I was learning to play the cajon. And we, we actually had another roommate. Uh, okay. So it was me, my cousin, Kaleo, and then our... <laughs> Other roommate, sort of uh, Jr. Um, oh my gosh! I remember that okay. we ended up playing it in our office, and I was I just jumped on the cojones and just started playing it, and that moment just it meant a lot wow. at that time. You know, just being able I always wanted to play music that way, um, and to be a part of that and to worship Jesus through that was pretty special. Wow! And then fast forward like a few weeks later, we sang it in church, and I mm. think. Um, during the service it was one of those times where um, everybody's voices could be heard you know in the sanctuary and it just felt very powerful yes. and you know I, I like to be energized so yeah. like singing that song and just feeling the energy from everybody yeah. was like whoa this Amen. is this is awesome and special Amen. and I, I love this and that song mm-hmm. has meant a lot since that time. Amen
0: man. Wow you your guys is uh, sharing is is kind of cooperating with each other really well today is so you, so you guys should just get married or something <laughs> 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 that's so good though man nah all glory be to christ i think i've heard you sing that one too <laughs> <laughs> well keep singing loud man i mean he's mm. worthy and that's the thing though i think um what what i appreciate about both of you is that you're obviously in saturated with god's word and you're 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 into it and his, his word is into you and and when it comes to song it's just like it's 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 right it's fitting to express that mm-hmm. you know i think at the church we're praying always that we be a church family that grows in spirit and truth that the songs we sing it we sing it loud because yeah. of the truth of it um mm-hmm. i mean a good melody helps but <laughs> when it comes down to it it's the content and mm-hmm. so amen man both solid solid songs all glory be to Christ Mm -hmm. and to God be the glory solid. So uh, uncle John, if you're listening to that, (laughs) put those two in the next, uh, (laughs) lineup. Um, well, let's keep it moving. Um, (coughs) excuse me. Um, since you've joined, what ways have you served and participated in the church? Jerry?
1: Um, I have served on the worship team before playing percussion. Okay. Uh,
0: and she's really good. I get envious and jealous. <laughs> Very
1: good. <laughs> um, sometimes, like, saying with you guys, mm-hmm. um, but I'm mostly on the worship team. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hold on. I was going to say, I uh, no, I thought you helped out in another area, but I don't think so yet. Yet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right on. How about you, Gabe?
2: Uh, for me, I started out uh, making dinner for like the midweek service, nice, um, which is something I'm still part of. Yes, as yes. well, mm-hmm. uh, serve, uh, part of the recreation committee, sort there of. Go. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> got the help with putting on the Memorial uh, Day picnic this year. That was that was a lot of fun, but mostly the the super moms, and you guys know who <laughs> you get. You awesome. We always are awesome. need someone to spearhead it, right? yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess more so now as a um, midweek service leader, mm-hmm. along with mm-hmm. Kaleo, mm-hmm. Uh, and of course with Chris, uh, mm. being able to pray um, and you know kind of do some of the admin work behind yeah. the scenes as well, getting people together, making sure we're all good there, and also leading in um, call to worship mm-hmm. on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Just did that this morning. Thank you, Mama Gail. Um, <laughs> And also podcasts and... Or so the midweek podcast and family talk. I am the guy behind the scenes who posts it on Spotify and everything. Yeah,
0: I was hoping... I was... Thankful you didn't miss out. I was like, yeah, don't forget this, one, man, because it's like, how's it how's it feel to be on this side of the of the
2: work, huh? I was thinking that when when I came in and seen your setup and everything, I was like, oh, so this is what the other side looks like. <laughs>
0: yeah, so Gabe has been faithfully furnishing a lot of these episodes uh, for you guys to listen to, um, and so thank you, Gabe, for that. Um, right on, man. I, I I enjoy hearing that and also to showcase like. Um, that's something we pray for as well at the church. That if you're a member of the church, like we all pl- we all get to play. There's something for all of us to do, and really, just you guys faithfully being followers of Christ. That's 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 the greatest thing we can do in the church. Um, it was my it was a game changer for me when this week I was preaching through Timothy and I realized my greatest quality to anybody to the church is just my personal holiness, my mm-hmm. my own walk mm-hmm. with God, and so. You know, um, even if you're a member and you're listening to this and you feel like you, you haven't participated much in the church and you've been thinking about it, but you haven't been doing it. Yet, mm-hmm. I just want you to know um, you just being a faithful follower of Christ is being is participating in the life of the mm-hmm. church. Uh, that is the greatest attribute any of us can give each other is our our genuine walk with God. <laughs> but how it spills over into the, all those little things is is pretty fun as well. Um, sweet. Okay. Uh, I'm going to flip a couple of these questions. I'm going to start. Actually, no. Let's just walk through. How about a, a fun story or a goofy memory that you guys have in church mm. being here?
1: Um, I think it's kind of funny to think about now because we don't do it as often, but all mm. the games that we would play as the the youth and young adult group... <laughs> um. Some pretty crazy games. We I, <laughs> play was just, I was just saying, okay, Oh,
0: what's she going to share? <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Well, <laughs> This just is probably after hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, yeah.
1: Like all the games where it's like hide and seek oh, or yeah, like yeah, sardines. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I don't even know if I can see the other one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We don't edit anything. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no just running around being rascally. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is when um, when I interviewed Janice, mm-hmm. um, and she's a little bit older than you guys, but she was sharing about growing up here at the church, and she was just sharing the same kind of stuff. Oh, like, wow. they'd be here from Friday to Sunday and just yeah. running ragging around the church, <laughs> making <laughs> memories, and so. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And hey, you can still play. <laughs> you still run around <laughs> with that with the baby in there. <laughs>
1: I don't know about that.
3: (laughs) It'll be hard to find hiding places,
0: huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'll
1: just watch. (laughs) No,
0: that is good fun. I I think one of the blessings, too, also just being in a church building is you get to live in it like a house. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even sitting in this room with you guys, like, we have so much memories here.
3: Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, it's pretty wild. It's pretty cool.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> amen amen okay how about you Gabe any fun stories here at the church
2: um you know it's funny I, I do recall playing a lot of games here especially when I first came right um so to be different uh <laughs> I, <think laughs> I know
0: you guys are uh too in sync right now no, 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 no.
2: um I I think just a funny story was you had actually asked me to come over and Help you with something real quick. Okay. Um, and at the time, I was working from home, so I had my nice collared shirt on or whatever it was. And you, you had just said, "Hey, come over, help me real quick." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> great." So I come over, and there's there's a desk or something that needs to be transported from from the top in the up here in the upper room to the bottom. And I was thinking, oh, well, it's just a desk, you know, it must not be that bad. That was one of the heaviest deaths <laughs> I, I, I have ever seen in my life. And through all the wiggling and the shaking and just a lot of just scary moments coming down those stairs, we finally get it to the bottom. And my nice shirt is just now Dredged. soaked I with remember sweat. I this. I'm so sorry. That's I just funny. figured
0: Gabe dresses like this all the time. So it's, it's just your regular get up, you know. <laughs> collared shirt all the time you go gym in collared shirts i just figure you know you play basketball in collared shirts i do remember you being super sweaty and then thinking i'm so glad he came because there's yeah. no way i could have did this by myself no man, amen well i'm glad that we uh we work and play here i yes. New not want to play games that we work oh good times man and and by the by god's grace um lord willing we get to share many more yes memories in this place Oh, those are always fun. It's fun to reminisce. Um, Maybe shift gears a little bit. Uh, So talked about a lot of fun, happy things. Um, In this life, in this Christian journey, we know this. In this life, you will have trouble, Um, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, right? So just share with the listener now just maybe some hard moments as you've been a Christian, Um, hard, difficult memories, or even maybe circumstances that you've walked through or are walking maybe walked and then we can talk a little bit about where you guys are at today
1: hmm. okay well <laughs> um i think i've shared this like quite a few times before <coughs> but um i think if i was asked this question Asked like when I became a Christian or when I first heard the gospel. um, If I was asked this, maybe like a couple years ago, I think I would have been a little blurry on that answer. Mm. And I think that, thankfully, now um, it's not so. Um, But I think that throughout the years or throughout the twelve, however many years that it's been, kind of like what I mentioned with the Catholic Church, like now in like a Christian church. Um, the struggle of, um, you know, between trying to believe in God's grace, but then also still kind of struggling with that thought of, um, Mm. like, I have to work for this or I have to be good enough for this. Um, Or if I'm not doing enough, then I won't, um, you know, or really even just questioning like a lot of what I believe. And Mm. um, so I think that that was a struggle for me as a christian like in those years especially um really overcomplicating what the gospel is mm. um wow that's profound kind of yeah. just yeah like <sighs> questioning if i really believe like you know y- seeing how uh, much of a sinner i am and then because of that not running to the cross but running away from the cross mm. and wow. thinking that um man i've heard the gospel how come i'm still you know like mm. why am i still like this mm. or um why am i not changing in this way and mm. um really not going to where i need to go and and to to find like true rest and healing yes um i think that was that's always b- that, that was a struggle like mm. and so i think um after coming out of um the previous church and just everything um and it's so funny There's there's just so, so much you, you know that yeah. like, there's so much about it but it's been like yeah like how many years six seven years mm-hmm. now and i think that um over time there's more and more that i'm learning mm. um about the gospel yes. and about just what it means to like um walk this earth and believe in in this invisible but so powerful god who created all of us Amen. and Um, who loves us who knows the numbers of hairs on our heads Mm. and um, there's just so much more that i'm learning about it but there's been many times where i was just so doubtful when um, i was struggling with like depression Mm. and suicide and actually Mm. the the one thing that saved me was the fear of god if i didn't if that fear wasn't there i don't know what would have happened yes and so I think that was God's mercy on me, but yes. yeah, the, it's it's kind of all over the place. But mm-hmm. I think as a Christian, like, especially like growing up in this, as I don't know, this generation, so like everything just gets so complicated and yeah. so muddied yeah. and um, you start questioning a lot of things that you, you don't know whether to like feel or to not feel or yes. what's, what's faith, what's feeling. It, it's, right. it's just, you know, right. yeah. And so I think that was a huge, just general struggle of mine uh, growing yeah. up as a Christian. Yeah.
0: Uh, and, and just walking close with you jerry i mean even my wife just knowing you right and that 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 tension that struggle has kind of been there it's mm-hmm. lingered it wasn't just like this was a hard year for jerry it was kind of years mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it would come back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and and yeah i mean I, I i don't know what else to say except thanks be to god the yeah. seed was sown Mm -hmm. and yet one man plants another waters, Mm -hmm. and by the grace of God, I think through consistent Bible filtering, and prayer, and the Spirit, just even taking you off into experiences where you just kind of went out into distant country, and just, you know, um, God was working through all that, Mm -hmm. and, and I'm thankful that he kind of brought you <laughs> a lot of clarity now. Yeah. Uh you're standing on a rock. Yeah. You know, not on you don't feel like you're on s- shaky foundation. Yeah. you yeah. were going to say something
1: though. Uh well, I was going to say that um that there's there's like so many different things that have that I didn't think that would like minister to me, but it really did. Mm, and so yeah, even sure. just like um, just hearing a sermon that isn't like I guess like decorated with so much like mm. like stories and humor good. and like that's really um, you know just trying to entertain enter entertain yeah. the crowd yeah um and then still hearing God speak was very different to that's me too so big. <laughs> yeah that is
0: so good I, I mean thank you for sharing that mm-hmm. um and how that's a min that ministers to you mm-hmm. um I like the terms you use like decorated. Mm -hmm. right um i I think of timothy right he says in the end times people will want to grab teachers to just tickle their ears Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right entertain me Mm -hmm. make me laugh um and and i just think that's so profound coming from you just growing up in this generation Mm -hmm. um where so much church settings or even just everything everything is so entertainment driven yeah right if you can't keep their attention then you failed. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we gotta decorate more mm-hmm. in order for it to be effective. But for you, it was like what really ministered to my soul was just good, clear, sound teaching.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it and it yeah. didn't need to have a lot. Yeah. It, it yeah. That's so that's so cool to hear.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I also is it okay if I add like a little Yeah, more? go ahead, add some more. So <coughs> I also think that um interacting and talk, talking with the older members. We were just talking about this earlier. Mm. Um never ever interacted with like any older member (laughs) before in like the catholic church or whatever church i was you know Mm -hmm. any church before Mm. um never like got to hear like their stories or share even just like you know if they know that like right now if they know that we're going through something Mm. gabe and i and then they share something that they've gone through before um Mm. and just really hearing that um i don't know yeah just hearing how they've walked through it and their advice and them just being really simple in like in their prayer and oh and Amen. even just not being a pr- afraid to pray for miracles too yes. that was really really big um, yes. for me and yes. um, I think if I can even talk about Gabe a little bit yeah um <laughs> talk about him um, I think what's cool with like um, us getting to know each other a bit more him being um was it you said like three years ago mm-hmm. yeah be- uh becoming a christian like three years ago um what's really cool that is that he i i feel like and I, we've talked about it like you you didn't have like a this whole complicated history <laughs> behind <laughs> you and so when there would be times where i would like struggle with um just feeling complicated about things yes. and my faith and getting too, like, introspective and thinking Mm. too deeply about things. Um, Hearing him, uh, if he was going through something, uh, he would, like, struggle with it. And then he would be like, okay, yeah, but I read this morning and I prayed and um, we're just going to keep walking. (laughs) And then I remember (laughs) thinking, like, oh, my gosh, you can just do that. (laughs) That's so awesome. (laughs) You can just... (laughs) go back to the cross and <laughs> yeah. that's, it's as simple as that Amen. And, um and now oh, like over the years God. like just seeing how much God has transformed him too oh, and praise God so things like that like in like Gabe and just the other members too just the simplicity Amen. and everything uh really helped calm the that that storm that was going on oh, man, in that's my mind
0: so awesome oh there's so much there I just want to like package and send out right now I mean that's so big I, if you're listening to this and you are an older member in our church, and I don't say that as a negative thing at all, but please hear that. Um, actually, a lot of the older members in our church have been asking me to get some younger members on this podcast, and so, especially for you, <laughs> I mean, hear that, like, because c- God is working through you. Um, there might be a temptation for you to feel or think that, um, oh, because this younger generation, I'm not as up to speed with the things. The ends with them. They're not gonna. Re- they're not gonna want to hear from me, or I'm outdated, or I'm obsolete. That is. That is the farthest thing from the truth. Mm-hmm. You, I would say, is what this generation needs most, mm-hmm. outside of Christ, obviously. But I think the working in the church, it, it's bridging that gap mm-hmm. from a generation that's walked with God through it all. Mm-hmm. And, and now passing that wisdom and those gems on to the next generation, hence this podcast. I mean, um, so yeah, if you're listening and you've ministered to these two in our church, you've prayed for them, prayed over them, please know this. It's gone a long way. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and I just want to commend and encourage you guys to keep sowing seed, keep praying over the young people, keep getting their numbers, um, keep taking them out to dinner. Uh, keep sharing your life with them. You have so much rich goods to offer. Um don't let anyone tell you or don't think that um any less <laughs> that you're obsolete. Um very much needed in this in this this whole walk of, of faith. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that's definitely um that's a hard one. But praise God that He's walked you through. And he's still walking you, yeah? Um, Okay, bro. um, Just hard, difficult memories, lessons.
2: Yeah. um, I think of just two times, you know, or two things, things. I should say. Okay. Because the time that this took was, like, the past three years, you know? Okay. Um, The first thing that I kind of struggled with, and it it happened a lot with Mm. my previous job, Mm. was... um, my own status mm. at that job and also feeling like I had to do it all, you mm. know? Um, mm. Because mm. I had started at that job before becoming a Christian and I had been successful mm. with a mindset of, I'm the best, right? and I have to think the best, and mm. I have to be the best, wow. and yeah. that's how I'm going to be successful and that's all that matters, wow. right? Um, and so becoming a Christian and having to rework yeah. that and even in my prayer time trying to figure out okay how does my business glorify god how am i wow. using this platform yeah. to further his message and not just what i want it to do Wow, you know that that was a struggle yeah and um you know the other thing
0: well before going to the other thing yeah. i mean just talk about that one for a little bit like so it was kind of like in your former life before christ you were successful in work and these things and mm-hmm. Now, after coming to Christ, it was like shifting those gears, Those that philosophy of mm-hmm. work where that, that mantra you had, that I'm the best, I feel the best, or I'm going to mm-hmm. be the best, or whatever that was, <laughs> <laughs> that little pep talk that you give yourself. You know, you look in the mirror in the morning, I'm the best. <laughs> I, I feel the best, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs>
2: you, you know, that is that is spot on, Chris. Oh, that really? is that is pretty close that's to intense. how how my days how would you lived start. It. Okay, well, yeah. and then,
0: but that's crazy because then, now what the gospel does is when it actually invades a life it actually shatters every area of your life and so like i i imagine you on this ship going this direction and then the gospel comes and then now the gospel's at work and it's like trying to shift those gears where it's like wait wait i'm not the best mm-hmm. you know um that's that's crazy yeah. i mean that's huge
2: i i think and it, it took me a while to understand that you I am a sinful man. Yes, you know. Yeah, and that whole idea of I'm the best, I feel the best, got broken down Mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah, you know, and it took time because it wasn't just being broken down Mm -hmm. where I'm no longer just not the best. Yeah, you know, it's I need Christ. Yes, in my life. Yes, to do anything. Yes, and that idea was so difficult for me to understand. Outside of church. Wow. Like that's, in, that's in crazy. work, it that's was huge. the hardest part. That's
0: really huge. I appreciate you kind of specifying that mm-hmm. because I wonder how much of us are still in that tension. Like we come to church and it's like we just put on a different hat. Mm-hmm. And and here we're like, we come off so humble. So like, mm-hmm. yes, Christ is all. Mm-hmm. I am not. And then like you shift gears, you go to work. Or maybe if you're listening, you go to school or you go home. And then it's like, actually taking that and like letting it hit every part of your life Mm -hmm. so that's appreciate you specifying that yeah because that's um yeah i mean i definitely as i reflect and look at your life and think of kind of the ups and downs you've gone through with work i definitely could see that Mm -hmm. and um yeah okay Yeah. yeah yeah praise god that he's um he's humbled you though man absolutely i mean
2: yeah Absolutely. And, you know, for those of you who know me know that I did step away Mm -hmm. from that job. And I think that was more so God working in me and helping me to realize that, yes, people can be successful there and be with Christ and spread his gospel. Yes. But for me at at this point in my life, that's not something Mm -hmm. that I could personally do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think God realized that. And so did my wife. And uh, (laughs) she she kind of. Well, they moved me to realize that with Christ, no matter what comes my way, no matter what job I have, yeah. we're going to be okay. Amen. And whatever is going to take me away from that doesn't need, needs to be cut out. Amen. You know? And Amen. I, I love that job still yet. I love that company. Mm-hmm. But I love Jesus and I love my wife more. Amen. And, that when that became clear, it was like, this is a no-brainer, nah.
0: Amen, man. Your wife's it, giving you googly eyes. I'm just <laughs> letting you know, but yeah. <laughs> but that's totally uh, your verse, right? Seek first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. you were gonna say something, Jer?
1: No, no. I, I think just like what I feel like I was just watching him through all of this, and I, and there's actually multiple things that happened, um, within the past like six months, yeah. that were just so. It seemed like I think on some somebody else could say, "Oh, that's so like unfortunate," or like, "What a bad coincidence mm. that that happened," but it was just like almost like watching God, like His hand really on game, doing things to, I don't know, just to I don't I just really transforming him through all of that, being God. with him through all of that, Praise and because there were there were moments that were hard, like yeah, when um something got stolen. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> at just the right time it was just a horrible horrible timing but also divine timing at the same time it was like i think um for for the both of us i think god was trying to protect us Mm. and detach our hearts from things that could uh potentially just take us away from him yeah
0: yeah oh Amen. it's kind of nice to have this like dynamic here too just to see you watch him while he's (laughs) sharing that but Praise God, man. You know, and, and I know that you both are a young married couple, but I just want to say all that right there. I mean, how you've patiently prayed and nurtured and then how you've even just humbly received from your wife. I mean, that is just so beautiful to see in a marriage. And so for the married couples out there, I just pray you're encouraged by that because there are going to be times when our other half, our spouse is is dealing with something. And you may be able to see it and, and perhaps even see the solution. But but we need to learn how mm-hmm. to come alongside our spouse and pray and really know that God needs to do a work there um, and to patiently stay by each other's side mm-hmm. and pray for each other, support each other, speak truth in love and yet not exasperate each other
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, or hold it against each other. Mm-hmm. I think that is gold in a marriage. And so I'm happy to see these young two <laughs> exemplify and model that uh, for us. But praise God. There was another hard thing you were going to share. There's yeah. two bumps in your road. Go ahead. Yeah. Second one.
2: Uh, the second one, we, me and my wife had just talked about this as yeah. well. Um, and it was over a prolonged period, but it was like the tail end of our dating season um, and the beginning of our marriage. Mm. It was kind of tough and for a very similar reason mm. of being able to take my eyes off of myself. Hmm. Um, I think through the very beginning of our relationship, um, I was very good at only caring about what I needed to go through. Hmm. Um, and hmm. that's all that really mattered. Hmm. And being in a re- very serious relationship and then being married and then having to recognize, okay, it's not just about what me yeah. and what I want. Yeah, And, you know, also recognizing More than that, it's about where is Jesus leading me? And I need to rely on Jesus Mm. through all of this. Mm. Um, And like when we would argue or anything, there was a very long season or anything bad where I just wanted to try and fix it or solve it or ignore it. That was that was like and number three was probably the one I would do the most. (laughs) Just ignore it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, Um, and then Jesus worked it in me to pray through those moments. Thanks be to God. But that was just so difficult. Yeah. Even that prayer was like, Jesus, I don't know how we're supposed to go forward. Yeah. I don't know what we're supposed to do. Yeah. I'm angry. I'm hurt. Help me. <sighs> and then, yeah. you know, time and time again, that would happen. And Jesus more and more started to recognize like, number one, you love your wife. Yeah. Or yeah, you love your wife. She loves you. hmm recognize you're not perfect, Yeah, you have your faults, but she loves you anyway. Yeah. And Jesus loves you mm-hmm. most of all. And as those thoughts became more real mm-hmm. and really settled, it became so much easier to let anger go. Yeah. And most people who know me would say I'm a pretty happy guy. Mm-hmm. I can get pretty angry mm-hmm. and I want to see, then I want to sit in it Yeah, when yeah. I get there. Yeah, Jesus dissipates that. So quick. Cool. Thanks be to God. Amen, but it, man. It took a long time of <laughs> relying on Him to do that in me. Yeah. For me to feel its effects today. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah.
1: Mm. No, go ahead. I, I think on the the wife end, <laughs> 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 um, I think what's cool is that like in all those times that it was really difficult between us, um, God was also like really teaching me. I think like. Um, even just kind of revealing to me like where my heart was at um, yeah. with everything. Um, and then even like just having to be faced with like, okay, what do I believe? Like what, what do I believe marriage is? And like, what is my calling as a wife? Or yeah. um, and I think there's, you know, especially today, there's just like a lot of like temptation or just a mm-hmm. natural pull to uh, want to just control a situation. And mm. so I found that that was my struggle. Wow. Um, and... Um, you know, wanting to control a situation when the other person isn't speaking. (laughs) 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 We can laugh about it now, genuinely. Um, That's a good, that's a healthy sign. (laughs) You can
0: laugh about that. That's a healthy sign.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but um, we were, I think, for, on this end, um, learning how to kind of bring all of my worries or, like, my complaints to God. Mm. Um, And then also... um, and just wait on on Gabe too, or like just wait on the situation and not be try- so quick to speak or yeah. uh, so quick to try to control things yeah. and um, yeah. kind of just really learning how to trust. I was th- that was a moment where I was really learning how to trust um, God and my husband and Christ in my husband too. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, yeah, we we've only been married for like six months, but that was just so much growth that, um, it's, it it just, it just reveals itself in like how we deal with situations, even, even just today. Yes. Like there's things that um, probably could have rocked us uh, like knocked (laughs) us off our feet (laughs) that we just went through like, you know, two days ago, but (laughs) it it was like, it just, just the growth that God has allowed us to go through as a married couple. is just, we're, we're just really blessed and really thankful.
0: That is so huge. I, I love, I love hearing you guys and seeing this, um, where we're talking about the hard, tough moments of life, the tribulations, the trials. And yet, as you take us through this, where you end is saying we're blessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, <coughs> I just hope that we see that. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, I hope you hear that. That that is <coughs> Christianity. We suffer and we're joyful.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and it's, they go together together. Um, I think of this verse in James 1. It says, count it all joy, mm-hmm. my brothers, when, not if, when you meet trials, plural, of various mm-hmm. kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Mm-hmm. You guys are six months into your marriage. You shared with us a, a, a variety of of sufferings and trials that stretch back to years and and yet in that span of time what god has done what i'm seeing what i'm hearing from you guys is that god has used these trials to make you born mature complete mm. and lacking of nothing your laughter your smiles is genuine <laughs> and that's all glory be to god and um You know, I want to kind of kind of go here now because, you know, these two, they they shared with us some of their past trials. They are in a present circumstance. And I think the church is fairly familiar Mm -hmm. with what you guys are going through. But just in case for the listener, this could be a future time. um, Would you just kind of in a nutshell, you want to share with us um, what you guys are both your family is going through right now? Uh, Jerish is how many months pregnant now?
1: um five almost six months six
0: months pregnant so i'm sitting here with the whole family mm-hmm. um and so either of you want to just take a go at it and just kind of share in a nutshell the circumstance you guys are in right now
2: yeah um so we found out two things about our beautiful son to be um first off uh scientific term it's like pulmonary artesia okay and congenital heart disease okay. um essentially there is a hole in our baby's heart Mm -hmm. and there's also some vessels that supply blood to the lungs that need to be repaired because they may be small or there might just not be enough blood Mm -hmm. going Mm -hmm. there. Um, and so we know from the time that he is born, there's going to be some major surgical intervention, Mm -hmm. um, to give our son a chance. Yeah. Um, and, uh, for these surgeries to happen, we will also need to, uh, before he's born, move to the mainland yeah. and stay there for an extended period of time. Yeah. Um. And they're still trying to figure out how many procedures they would need, yeah. um, and the extent of our stay and things like that. Yeah. And um, on top of that, there, um, there may also be a chance of our son having some development issues. Further down the road, um, they said it's super rare uh, because of what happened when baby was being formed and everything. Yeah. Um, and they can't necessarily tell us what it is right. that could happen. They just know that they're mm-hmm. probably maybe a clue that was, yeah. that's their favorite word um, mm-hmm. that something down the road could happen as far as his yeah. development yeah. Mm-hmm. and everything. And um, I'm sure Jared can speak more about um, some of the things the doctors told us as they were. Giving us the news and some of the ways that we decided to go forward um, Mm -hmm. from there okay
1: yeah um what else can i termination oh okay, okay yeah so um when we first so this has been they've been giving us the news over like the course of however many months um since we first had our first checkup yeah um and it was like it almost felt like just one thing after another and i think like after a while it was kind of like not a surprise anymore it just felt that way it was kind of like okay like you know of course of course another thing would happen or like we'd have another question right um and throughout all of this the doctors would um uh not strongly suggest but kind of persistently be like oh you know but you can just terminate Hmm. um it's it's unlikely to happen again um uh you know w- you they the, uh when we first heard about the the heart um nit defect it's called map as well it's just uh don't ask me what that stands for yeah, <laughs> it's fine. just like you know but um if you started to explain
0: i wouldn't be able to follow so <laughs> yeah I'm yeah basically
1: his like the deoxygenated blood and oxygenated <laughs> blood are all like mixing up and all this <coughs> but um, he's gonna need like so th- So the doctors told us like he's gonna need multiple heart surgeries uh, throughout his life and then um, so they're telling us about this and then they said oh you know even if the surgeries go well he's still gonna have developmental delays and so um, mm-hmm. you know if you want to have uh, you, uh, if you want to terminate you need to terminate by this time you have this amount you have a month left if you want to terminate and uh, if you have t- spoken with Gabe and I you'd know that uh, we're pretty strong in our beliefs about uh that mm-hmm. about termination and just where we stand with it. Yes. Um but um being faced with this trial, it was like we were kind of rocked. We were we were kind of um I I, I l- at least I know for me, being somebody who was very outspoken about um life and mm-hmm. life in the womb. Yes. Um kind of being faced with this situation. Yeah. Um it made me not think to choose that option, but it made me a little bit more open to that thought. Mm. And it made me struggle with that thought. I started struggling with thinking like, is it cruel to continue on? Um, Just not knowing what to do. I just felt like there's just too many decisions to make. Um, But um, that was all when we got all the information on that one day. And um, so we paused and we prayed and we just gave ourselves time to just think and uh even just think about life and mm-hmm. just think about uh, the gift of life yes. and um that God is the one who created life um like you know it, i being the one who is carrying the the child yeah. it was like um it's it just started to like uh, even as time goes on right now as i feel him like kicking and all that yeah uh, it's like i don't like, I have no idea what my body's doing. Yeah. You know, like, I have no control over all of this. God is the one who is making this baby grow. Yes. And so um, we, of course, like, didn't, we're, we're not going with that route with termination. <laughs> uh, but in choosing to, there's so much peace in choosing to uh, keep this baby. And, Amen. Uh, and just even, like, you know, when they give us all the information, I, I was telling Gabe this, like, I got so overwhelmed because I thought, like, I had to remind myself that I'm not operating on him. Like I'm (laughs) not going to do heart surgery (laughs) on him Mm because they told us all these details and I'm getting overwhelmed. Yeah. And then, you know, when you just kind of, I just had to pause and remember, okay, I'm just like, I'm just called to love on this baby and just to give him the best chance. Yes. And then there's so much peace that comes from that. And even like telling and sharing our testimony with like the church family, um, and hearing uh, their own testimonies and uh, them sharing what they've either gone through or what they witnessed yeah. in their lives, and then um, just knowing that there's so many people praying for us and yes. our soon-to-be child, like there's just I don't know. There's just so much peace and so much comfort in that. Amen. Even, uh, even, and it's still really hard. Like yes. there's so many things that we have to figure out. Yes. Um, yeah but we just feel so much more strengthened and encouraged and um i think the the bigger that he grows and the more that i feel him kicking is just like we're just i just know that when it comes down to it i just know we're excited to like meet him and just love him
0: amen
2: yeah Yeah. um to just kind of speak a little about how god has ministered to us through all of this and some of some of the truths that he's revealed in this time um I think one of the greatest things that I personally experienced because of this is my mom who mm. isn't a professed believer, but reminding me at a time where I was really low oh, with the news God. and kinda crying and breaking down yes. in front of her over the phone. Yes. And immediately without missing a beat, she pointed me back to God. Wow. And reminded me of where my faith is and Amen. who my faith is in. Amen. And To hear that from my mom, one gave me a lot of peace of reminding me like, yeah, okay, God is in complete control. He doesn't give us anything we can't handle. Mm -hmm. And hearing that from my mom was like, great. Mm -hmm. And now thinking about it, you know, on a grander scheme of just, we don't know what God is doing. Yeah. But we know he is completely sovereign, completely in control. Yeah. And the wonderful things that he is doing right now, like, using my mom to point me back to Christ and probably because of that, what he's doing in her life and mm-hmm. all the people who get to hear story and mm-hmm. testimony because of this and yeah. how more hearts can be touched because of this. Like that is mm-hmm. just so amazing. And then on top of that, thinking about us stressing over our son, that's a gift. Well, we, we don't deserve that. We yeah. don't deserve to, 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 be a part of stewarding this life into this world. We, we deserve nothing from God. We deserve death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet, Praise God. Thanks he blesses God. us with mm-hmm. a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think one of the greatest things that really hit home is my son's not here yet. Mm-hmm. I stress over him so much. God sent Jesus, his son, who lived perfectly and then suffered gruesomely for all of us. How much does God love us? Amen. If we really think about that, Amen. you know, and to be here now, I I won't lie. I still I I know all of this. Uh, I've said it time and time again to different people, and still there are days where I can't help but ask myself, um, like, am I being punished? Mm-hmm. You know, are are we being punished? Was it something that we did? Right. And then of course God, in in His Word, says it. You know, and it's something that I shared with the guys as well of just these things can happen to glorify God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's what Jesus said to the blind man when the disciples were asking him, mm-hmm. why why was he blind? Right. You know, right. and it wasn't the sins of his father. It wasn't no. his sins. Yeah. Purely to glorify God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So being mm-hmm. here now, it's like, OK, mm-hmm. let's rest in that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. Powerful. I think like it this to me gave me a different perspective of the verse. Like, um his power is been perfect oh in our weakness. Wow. Yeah. And um even just thinking like one of my worries um was you know, I, I was I'm just thinking of um our son and like growing up and just like what I don't know, just what he's gonna be like when he gets older. Um and I'm d I think part of my worry was um you know I just don't want him to Be bitter towards God because of all of these things. Yes, and um, I think what's like I think what just dawned on me right now was um that we have the the privilege and and the knowledge to share with Him like what real life, um, and what the real gospel is. Yes, and to know that like we can tell Him confidently that true healing will come yes and that um we don't have to um we don't have to tell him things like um i don't know we don't have to give like fake promises you know or like that we can we can you know and what's cool is like we can even pray for miracles right now but our hearts um have been so transformed by god in a way where i feel like when we pray for miracles um now Mm -hmm. that there's um, a lot more faith because we know who our God is. That's right. And we know who our maker is. That's right. Um, but we also have so much peace because we know that, um, like what has been said over and over again is that, um, yeah, he is our God. He's sovereign. He um, and he loves us. Amen. And so whatever he decides is um, for the best and for his glory. And we just pray that our hearts would continue to like grasp more and more like onto that uh, truth and um just knowing that there's no burden of like you know we have to tell our son that you know just 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 pray and then like he'll just take it away (laughs) like (laughs) you know like there's nothing like that it's like um amen like we will have he he will have a perfect body you know um yeah and and i don't know just not thinking of heaven as like some place where dead people go but that's where we like can really live our lives with God. Amen. That's like Amen. the the promise that we can also share with our son. Yes. And so that's I think that's something that's like we're trying to grasp onto more and like and even just for ourselves like let that you know really sit in our hearts yes. and um, yes. be a truth that we like we hold on to. Oh like, man. Yeah.
0: Praise God. You both mm. are so into the kingdom of god like you're in it <laughs> like you're 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 living in that reality while still being in this <laughs> side of grace and um i am i don't have words i i i'm just so grateful to listen to you to um bring us up to speed with where you're at uh I hope that if you're listening to this you're encouraged in the fact that now that you know what these two are presently in the present sufferings that they need to deal with like it's not done they still got to figure out transportation and all those types of provisions and stresses that come with moving and coming and going the ambiguity the ambiguity of oh it, we got a clue um, it could be this but yet you hear them laugh um you can't see them, but I can. There's peace in their eyes. There's this text that says, Paul writes, there is a peace of God that transcends or surpasses understanding. We don't fully understand what God is doing in all of our sufferings. But we have peace because God is doing. Yeah. And God is doing. Mm-hmm. And His sovereign work is always good and it's for his glory and in the end god causes all things to come together for the good of those who loved him and are called according to his purpose and so really i i, I mean i appreciate you guys so much um testifying to god's goodness so faithfully and so truly i think if there's anything that's powerful about this is that it's true mm. Uh this is not church lingo that they've learned so that when the mic is running, they know the right thing to say uh, so that if you're a, a visitor and you're listening to this, then come to church. No, this is like real reality, mm. uh, Christian reality. Um, and and I, I just... Thank you, guys. Mm. Um, I am learning so much from you. And I know in the church family, there's many saints today that have been strengthened because of your guys' life and doctrine. Not just the theological frames and categories you're now clearly able to articulate. But no, you're like, you see it clearly now and you're living it. These truths that we've been talking about earlier in the conversation, it's it's real. Um, It's a miracle. And so, if you're listening, if you remember these two, and and this, is, and if you're listening at a date where you're, you're in this year still, um, due date is December
3: nineteenth.
0: December nineteenth. Um, we have parts of a name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they we're able to disclose that yeah. middle name.
2: Yeah, or my my mom has always done this thing about two first names, so all of us. Me and all my siblings have two first names. Okay. So we figured out part two of name <laughs> one. Okay. So
0: two first names, not there yet, but then part two of the f- first name.
2: You share
1: your, your first name so that it's better understanding. Or is that kind of. We could. No, sure. No, share your first name.
0: Oh, so, Ga- so you as an example. Oh,
2: oh, so my first name is Gabriel Joseph. Okay. All right. So our son, we are looking at something, Rain.
0: Something rain,
1: rain yeah. R E I G N. Yes,
0: not the rain from the mm-hmm. sky, but yeah, rain, God's in the, rain king. the king, mm-hmm. right on, right on. So, you can play for rain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really neat, it's a lovely name. Um, and rain is here with us right now. <laughs> and he's how active is he right now?
1: Uh, I think he's taking a break, he's taking a break, he's <laughs> taking a
0: nap. Uh, He had zippies for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) He requested (laughs) the chili. Is that what he had? No. He had the one ton min. He had the one ton min. But no, thank you guys for letting us in on that. Um, And, church family, please give God glory. Know that this peace is attainable Mm. uh, in Christ. And pray for the Brown family. Mm. Pray for rain. And let's see what glories God has in store. Mm. Um, as we kind of slowly bring this to a close, is there a, a life lesson or a gem that you'd want to share? I, I, I like to do this. Just imagine a future generation perhaps listening to this. Um, someone in our church is fine, mm. too. But just first think like just to the children and the children's children, you know, um, if there is something that you could impart, just share with them. Uh, what would that be? Just give a, a life lesson or a gem.
1: Hmm. i think in general um i think if you're younger <laughs> and listening to this or you're listening to this later on um coming from somebody who has had many uh prodigal daughter moments <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> um i think just just know any i feel like you're i feel like we all hear this a lot especially growing up in church that you're never too far from god Hmm. um i think even just trusting in all those um and god trusting god and all those valleys that he allows you to go through Mm. um you if there's ever a moment where you feel like you want to run away from god but for i don't know I, i think for me there was there's times where I made like a conscious decision to run away from God and I could just never escape Mm. his presence. Like there was just like a haunting (laughs) in the way back of my head that God was Mm. still there watching me. And, um, that's a, that's a really like that, that was God's hand protecting me. And, um, I think especially like being younger and growing up uh, in nowadays where everything is so in your face, Mm. Um, there's so many things like that you can see on the screens um, you know the world telling you what you should be like Mm. um, what you need to have um, what you need to attain the kind of status you need to have uh, what you need to be by this you know there's so many things that are being thrown in your face um, and I just want you to like rest and knowing that you don't have to be all of that you don't have to have all of that you don't have to strive for any of that um that no matter like even just like no matter how old you are how young you are no matter how far away you think you are away from god um even if you feel i think that's like the main thing that i would say Mm. even if you feel like you're so far away from god you're not amen and um i would say fight that feeling and um, even like almost test it, I would say like, just not test it, but just, just, mm. you know, and I, if, 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 if there's a feeling in you, that's telling you that you're far away from God, know that that's, that thought is from, um, the devil. Yeah. And so challenge it. Like that's what I, yeah. Challenge that thought, mm-hmm. that feeling and go to God anyways Amen. with all of that uh, junk that you have, Amen. um. You feeling like you're a sinner? You are. Go to God, <laughs> like you go <laughs> to the one who can uh, comfort you and and cover you, um, in all of that. Just and no matter how many times you've ran away, just I yeah, that's just something I would say. Like that's just powerful. challenge all of that and just continue to still approach Amen. God.
0: Amen. Great word. Great word. When you were sharing, I was thinking of the Psalm one thirty nine. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can mm. I flee from your presence? No can, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And so that's a great word, especially to this generation, that does place a lot of emphasis on the feels. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> regardless of the feeling, um, overcome that with faith. Mm-hmm. He's there. Mm-hmm. Good word. How about you, Jer? Uh, <laughs> not Jer. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you, but I'm
2: <laughs> go um, ahead, Gabe. That's that's really hard to follow up. Good job, babe. <laughs> um, I think i would say as i as i think of just kids and just the simplicity of of faith Mm. i think i would say two things one the grace of god is real yeah and i i think um the reason why i bring that up is even when i knew the story of jesus i think there was still part of me growing up intellectually that was like that's a story. Right. You know, right. even if I was going to church and everything, I was like, that's a story. Right. Right. Um, so knowing that it's not a story. Yeah. It's these it's are facts. facts. Yeah. Right. And his grace is real. Amen to that. Right. And then to go one, one step further is his grace is real for you. Wow. Right. Yeah. Coming full circle into my faith and what we shared about at the very beginning was having that personal relationship yeah. with Jesus that's when the gospel makes sense that's yeah. when your bible becomes alive yeah that's when your prayer life is full totally you know when amen. when you're full of love is when we allow jesus to work into us that his grace is real yeah. for me
0: amen amen grace is real grace is real for you grace does change everything when you see it when you have it amen We pray that that blesses you if you're listening. Um, Anything else you guys want to share with the family today? Uh, Just opening up the floor.
1: I think just, um, I just want to thank, like, all the family, uh, church family members who have um, approached us, who we're trying to schedule, like, dinners with. That's awesome. um, Who've shared, like, their testimony. I know I mentioned it earlier, but Hmm. it really, it really does like do a lot for us when you share um, either your own testimony or just like what, y- you know, just words of comfort and love with us and just praying over us. Amen. I uh, Just thank you so much. And um, that God is using you guys to really help us through this season. Um, I think if we weren't, <sighs> I'm getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we, um, I know, God, God just really blessed us with a really loving church family.
0: Praise God he has yeah he has god is so good he's so kind to us
2: um along the same lines i i want to thank all all the people who've been in involved in just our journey but you know just my own journey as as a christian mm-hmm. has yeah. had many different turns mm-hmm. um and uh i think we've talked a lot about our church family here and i'm so grateful to to guys like you chris to Mm. guys like kaleo as well you know but i also think of some of my family back home like my grandma and my grandpa especially you know two solid believers who you know through this season and through all my seasons of life they always pointed me to christ you know and everything that i am today um or everything that i believe today took root with them first Mm -hmm. and they appointed me to him and now I get to do that for rain and -hmm. for my wife and for all of our community. And I'm just so grateful for that. Mm -hmm. Oh, amen.
0: Are you say something? Yeah. I mean, it just came
1: to mind, but, um, something that like, I really noticed about, um, that, or that I noticed early on (laughs) the church members. So cool. Like when you, you know, um, when i would like miss a sunday or, like be sick and then i come <laughs> the next sunday they notice <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome yeah
1: i know it's so cool or like that you is. know i just love like when they're asking about other members like oh, well, i haven't seen them in a while like how are they doing yeah. like i would just encourage like keep doing that it yeah. just like it really yeah i just just keep doing that
0: well okay. praise god you know we do call this family talk and not just because it sounds i think it sounds kind of cool but because it, th- that's that's what we I hope and pray. I, I really do. There's just me, not even as a pastor, just being a part of this church, it is a strength and a, and a gift that I think God's given that I would love our church family when we listen to these things, especially coming off of the back of COVID, where so much of us kind of, it's it's now we're, we're slowly coming back together. Some of our church members are at home listening to these things. Mm-hmm. Um, just to really showcase and, and really stoke that fire to, be a family Mm. and 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 we really are and so praise god um thank you both for your sharing and as we continue on in this journey um we fight the good fight of the faith and we do it as a family um typically i'm given one verse (laughs) i've been given two uh so i'm gonna go ahead and read them both all right uh, I th- I'm going to try to remember. No, 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 no. I'll read I'll read it. I'll read it. <laughs> I was going to try and just recite it, but then you might have got the pigeon version. <laughs> um, Matthew 6, and then Matthew 13, with the parable, both speaking of the kingdom. So I'll read this in closing for us today. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Thanks be to God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys.